Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Got a couple of questions that were sent in from you guys last week. Be a pretty short and sharp one this afternoon. I thought I'd just go through three questions though. The first one comes from M. Gibbs, New Zealand. He says, who's the person that delivered the most he could be anything and who didn't live up to the early hype? So we'll go through a few examples there that we'll talk about. The next one, Simon Tran. Would you try to lure Sam Walker back to Brisbane when Reynolds hangs up the boots? A really interesting one there, one that I hadn't thought about until this question was sent in. And this one comes from Abe Saham. He said, what's the more impressive feat, a three-peat or winning eight straight origins? Very interesting. Not quite sure what to answer with that one yet. Uh, but let's have a look at the first one. It comes from M. Gibbs. Uh, who's the person that's delivered the most? He could be anything. Uh, for me, I'd probably have to go with Harry Grant. I think uh, if you were an early podcast listener, you'll know that uh, a year or so before Harry Grant made his debut, I sort of said, I believe he's a top 10 hooker in rugby league right at this very minute. Uh, and, you know, people blew up. They sent me in a heap of names that were in first grade at the moment saying, he can't be better than this guy, this guy, this guy. And I just sort of went, look, he is. You just haven't seen him yet. He just happens to be stuck behind Cameron Smith. As soon as he plays, you'll see it. Uh, and Harry Grant, he came in and absolutely brained it. He's been incredible ever since. So uh, became the Queensland and Kangaroos hooker very quickly. Well, actually, it took him a while to become the Kangaroos hooker. That was only because of COVID, though. Uh, so, yeah, look, Harry Grant, he'd probably have to be my favourite one out of, like, the could be anything uh, since I started Guru. I think uh, more recently, or actually, another one that was from a similar time was Stephen Crichton. We spoke very, very highly about him uh in 2019, heading into 2020. Uh, we said that he reminded us of a bit of a crossover between GI and Israel Folau. Uh, you've seen what he's able to do in the air, but just the way that he's able to come up with big plays. Uh, and, you know, he's just done it consistently. He's just won his third premiership in a row uh, in a third different position. So, Stephen Crichton, he's probably one of our favourites as well. Be interesting to see how he goes at Canterbury, but he's definitely right at the top of the could-be-anything class. The other one is Isaac Tungo. Uh, we spoke about him. Matty Burton left, and, you know, everyone said, oh, 
oh, they're going to struggle without Burton, Dalliam Center. And I sort of said, look, the kid coming through, he is an absolute weapon. Uh, I've always loved Isaac Tungo. I've always spoken very highly of him. And, uh, you know, he's just won his second premiership in a row. The first one he won at left center, the next one he won at right center. So Isaac Tungo, I'm very, very happy with how his career has developed as well. He's one that I'm very, very happy about. I think he will end up as a back rower eventually. Uh, but I just love everything about Isaac Tungo. He's obviously been in the news this week. Uh, he doesn't take medical support or whatever the hell it might be, uh, which it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That has me a little bit worried. I'm not going to lie. Especially if I was a club, that would have me a little bit worried. But uh, we'll see how it, how it works out. I mean, I've saw people in the comments saying, you know, he's managed to get through to this point, so he must be doing something right. And sure. Uh, but I just think the longer your career goes, the more your body starts to break down, the more it hurts. Uh, I was sitting with uh, Sammy Williams the other day, Tim's brother having a beer with him and Jared Croker, and they just spoke about how when you hit that 30, uh, everything just hurts more. Pre-seasons are just heaps harder. Uh, and they said that, like, the intensity is so high, the NRL, now that, you know, what – 10 years ago, you felt when you were 30, you're starting to feel that at 27, 28. So, uh, yeah, really, really interesting how it's going to play out with Isaac Tungo, but he's definitely could be anything right at the top. I think Jermaine Hopgood was fantastic this year as well. I spoke about him quite a bit. Not many people really knew who Hopgood was at the, at the point of time. Uh, and I, I said, you know, before the season finished last year uh, that I thought he'd be one of the signings of the year, and he turned out to be, especially super coach wise. Uh, he was just a must have for everyone. And obviously, he got man of the match um, in the Panthers' great grand final last year in reserve grades. After that, he, he gained a bit of momentum and people sort of sat up uh, and watched him and had a good look at him. But, you know, I was obviously talking about him, you know, 10 and 12 weeks before that. So the way that he has come on, uh, I've been so happy with Jermaine Hopgood. We've actually got... Uh, some stuff in the works with Parramatta for next year that will involve Jermaine. So stay tuned for that. That'll be strictly for Guru Podcast listeners. So that'll be a really good opportunity for some of you very keen listeners uh, to get involved in something that'll be really fun. So I'll give you details of that as we get closer. Could be anything that didn't quite work out. Um, I'll tell you one that I was super high on a couple of years ago when I first started the Guru page. So it was probably only a thousand odd followers or something. A guy I was very, very high on. He signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs was Corey. Allen. Uh, he was very, very impressive to me as a young guy. Came down to South Sydney. Didn't quite work out. He's obviously bumped around a little bit since then. He has played Origin, to be fair. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Obviously, it was part of the 2020 Origin series, uh, but Corey Allen probably hasn't quite, he hasn't quite, he hasn't lived up to the heights uh, that I thought he would. Uh, one this year was obviously Sonny Luke. I spoke very, very highly of him. I was very, very confident uh, that he was going to not be able to do the same thing, but emulate to some extent the role that Appy was playing for the Penrith Panthers. And um, dare I say, some of their worst performances probably came off the back of Sonny Luke being at nine. So I think Sonny Luke 
Zeke is the sort of guy that if you're going to, like, similar to the Raiders in 2019's, like, sort of everything they did came off the back of Josh Hodgson. He was handed the keys to that side, uh, which is what the Panthers in reserve grade did last year with Sonny Luke. I think fitting into that first grade system with Nathan Jerome, it was just, he just found it a little bit more difficult uh, to just play a more basic role. Uh, so Sonny Luke, he, he's probably one of my more disappointing ones because I really thought he was going to absolutely kill it this year. Had a few injuries and whatnot, uh, which he could use as an excuse, sure. Uh, but I think that you could just see his gameplay and it just wasn't fitting in with his gameplay, just wasn't fitting in with what the Penrith Panthers were trying to do. Uh, they ended up going with Mitch Kenny, who just plays a very basic role in attack and it worked perfectly for them. So Sonny Luke, he'd have to be up there with probably the most disappointing, unfortunately. Uh, Simon Tram, would you try to lure Sam Walker back to Brisbane when Reno hangs up the boots? Reno hangs out the boots. Yeah, I, I think I would. Eh? I think it's a really good shout. Uh, I haven't really thought too much about what Brisbane Broncos look like after Adam Reynolds, uh, but your halfback is just so key. And, you know, you know, it's the Brisbane Broncos. You need to have a good halfback. You need to have a good halfback to win this competition. So, you know, that, they've got a couple of guys in the system at the moment. I'm not sure if any of them are going to be guys that you're going to want to hand the keys to after Adam Reynolds. I do think they will have to go into the market to find another seven. And, geez, maybe Sammy Walker is the guy. I mean, fuck. Ten weeks ago, if you would have asked me this question and Sam Walker was on the outside of the Sydney Roosters and it wasn't looking great, I would have said, geez, I reckon this could happen sooner rather than later. He obviously turned the corner at the back end of the season with the Chooks. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out over the next few years with Sam Walker because I have no doubt whatsoever the Broncos will go into the market for him um, and I'm sure they'll be very keen to get their paws on him. There'll be other halfbacks in this competition that Brisbane will go after. There'll be guys that will emerge over the next two years or so as well. That's if they aren't able to find a talent in-house. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be very interesting. They are going to have to find someone to come in after Adam Reynolds and you know what? I reckon Sam Walker would be a very, very good shout. So an interesting situation there. Our last question comes from Abe Saham. What's the more impressive feat? A three-peat or winning eight straight at Origin? This is so hard. This is so fucking hard because obviously with State of Origin, there's two teams, right? So you got a 50% chance of winning going into that contest, yeah? NRL, you know, there's there's 16 teams. Sorry, there's 17 teams now. So to win three in a row when there's 17 teams competing for it, uh, that's that that's very, very difficult. So for me, I would probably say the three-peat. But at the same time, which one is more likely to get broken? I would probably say the three-peat's more likely to get broken. I'm not sure if any team's going to ever win eight Origin Series in a row again. And if they do, fuck me, I hope it's not Queensland because I can't deal with that again. But, you know, winning two Origin Series in a row is a huge accomplishment. To win eight almost a decade on the trot... That is just unbelievable. So, you know, the numbers and everything say that, you know, winning NRL, winning three NRL premierships in a row uh, probably means more. And and I think it does because you've got 17 teams competing for that trophy. But, I mean, it has been done, you know, in the last few years. It has been done, you know, twice in the last 40-odd years. How many times has a team won eight series in a row? Only once. And, you know, can I see it happening again? I don't think so. Can I see another dominant NRL team coming along and having a dynasty of three or four years? Yeah, I can probably see that before one of these Origin teams winning eight in a row. So, really tough question there. I want to say the NRL 3 Pete, but I think it's going to be harder 
to win nine Origin Series in a row, then win three NRL premierships in a row in the future. Uh, really, really interesting. One. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, I, I might check it up on Instagram and see what people think because that's a really, really interesting question uh, that I'm not quite sure what my exact answer is, and I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh yeah, please send me a message. Let me know. I'll try and post it on Instagram later if I remember to get people's thoughts on it. But that is a cracking fucking question there that has left me absolutely pretzeled. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, some great questions sent in there by you guys. Let me know your answer to that one, please, guys. Very keen to hear your thoughts on it and which direction you would go in. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 